this was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> so guess what I want? A new brain. Now, your bike. What's so funny, Pee-wee? It's not for sale, Francis. My father says everything's negotiable, Pee-wee. I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world. Not for a hundred billion million trillion dollars. Then you're crazy. I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? 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 Infinity. No, I'm not. You are. No way. Knock it off. Cut it out. Oh, shut up, Pee-wee. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just train them. Pee-wee, listen to reason. Come on! I'm listening to reason. Pee-wee! That's my name. Don't wear it out. Remember the first time I saw your bike? You were riding past my house, and I came running out to tell you how much I liked it even way back then? I love that story. (laughs) You'll be sorry, Pee-wee Herman! And this is Red Podcast. You good, Mom? By the way, we should maybe start acknowledging that we have an opening clip once in a while. (laughs) The problem is, is... The way we cut it and edit it, we don't always know what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe production value-wise, I should get it, start getting it ready first. Are we okay with skipping that? Well, it's okay. Well, you know what we shouldn't skip is, I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. All right, and that makes us the This Was Rad podcast. The podcast where two guys force their one of their 14-year-old daughters, really we won't tell you which one. Keep it a mystery to watch 80s I movies. Like, so um, I just noticed everyone in the room has a Virgil but me, so I want one. Go get one. I am. Okay. We'll you talk while you go get a, a so, delicious Virgil's root beer. Not a sponsor, but should be if you want to be. Uh, Virgil's, if you would like to send us some free root beer, uh, we would love to be a case, have a sponsor. A case of Virgil's. We will drink it every episode. I literally, Virgil's, we're 100% serious. I will tell you right now. Not trying to court you, Mr. Virgil. <laughs> I believe your root beer is the best root beer. So, Sir or madam, I am not one to make assumptions. Mrs. Uh, Virgil? Yes. I don't care who makes the root beer. It's delicious. And I, ever since uh, I, I tried it, it really has been my go-to root beer. I like it quite a bit. So, I, I've i known you for, what, going on eight, nine years now? Something like that, yeah. Uh, well, no. I mean, Willow's 13. You knew her when she was maybe two, so at least ten years. Uh, yeah, she was. She my, was only two. Or three. You knew me before I married my wife. So yes. yeah, yeah, right. You are the one who introduced my family and I to Virgils, and oh, you said this is a fantastic root beer. Mm. I know we're talking it up now, like it, like they are a sponsor. It is the greatest root beer I've ever had in my life. It's it doesn't have the strong bark taste. Yes, that a lot of other ones has. It's not super sweet. It's kind of like it's almost like like a cream soda. It's with, it's with a very a root beer smooth flavor. root beer. It is. It's, it's, it's so good. It's, you, it's great. 
They do. Virgil's does make cream soda. They do. Yeah, they do. They make a lot of different sodas. And, and they, uh, everything they make is fantastic. So, yes. so, so, basically, to bring it back, Virgil's. Uh, I, I hope you're on Twitter. I will. <laughs> I will hit you up on Twitter. Yeah. If you would love to sponsor us, we would love to have you. Fantastic. Literally, just send us some free root beer. Send us coupons for free root beer. That's fine too. I don't care. We will totally about, say you sponsor. How about just a retweet? Thanks for promoting us on your podcast. At this was rad. How much? How much would it take to be Virgil's presents? This was rad podcast. A four pack. <laughs> <laughs> We're very small, Greg. I'm gonna <laughs> laugh super hard if they've got someone who's got a really good sense of humor over there, and they send us the four pack, and it's like we are now forever. <laughs> Virgil's presents. This was rad podcast. Guys, what if? It- Guys, what if you set that bar so low? I did. We're so small. But you know what? I like that. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's real. Yeah. yeah. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. Real. Need, like that root beer. <laughs> you know what? If they don't even need to send us the root beer, that's extra. How about in their what? next, how about in their next commercial, they have a, this was red sticker in the background. Do they even have commercials? No. Yeah. I don't think do. I've ever seen a Virgil. Maybe I'm thinking of Sa- Sam's Boston Lager. <laughs> Not even <laughs> the same realm. Well, see, think about well. a bottle, I guess. <laughs> I was, I was thinking of a beer. <laughs> I was <laughs> root beer, a beer. I was thinking of, oh, I was thinking of beer. <laughs> Willow, you're the best. <laughs> so remember, Virgils, it takes it only takes three things. One, be be recognized as beer. Number two, said is a four pack. Number three, we drink the four pack, and it is Virgil's presents. This was a red podcast. Oh man. Okay. Well, well anyway, Greg, uh, we, watched, we watched. We uh, watched. We watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Sure did. Which, to be clear, I said I love Pee Wee, okay. not Pee Wee. Well, just to be clear, you can claim that now, yeah. but yeah. Uh, the damage right. is done. Yeah. I love you. Um, which, by the way, came after the show. Um, the show, well, I think the show had been on for a couple of years on HBO because it, it, originally it was a stage show that he did, which yes. by the way, not exactly for kids. No, 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 no. Um, and then when he got it on HBO, I re- cause I remember I had HBO and I watched this. That's when he came up with it kind of being more of a kid show. If you remember the show, it still kind of had that tinge of adult themes to it. Right. Definitely not as as bad as the show, but that's kind of where it came from. Because originally, that's how the show started: is he had a one hour special on HBO. Okay, and then it kind of steamrolled for there. In any case, uh, for those who remember the show, that's where Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Cowboy was Curtis, first on Cowboy Curtis, uh, Phil Hartman. Who, Phil Hartman, way, I don't believe was on the show. He was. Yep. I thought he had. I thought there was bad blood between him and. Rubens, because he was in the initial show, but not the 86, like, kid-run show. No, he de- he's definitely in the kid-run show. He, oh, he, he is? Writes, okay. He wrote, he co-wrote this one and stars in this one. Or he's got a cameo in he's it. He's got a cameo in it, yeah. Yeah, he also co-wrote it. Huh. Yeah, no, I think it's after this. I think it's after the show ended that him and Rubens had a falling out. Okay, okay. Because I think Rubens he played like a... Jail? I think he played like a captain... Yeah, I'm I'm looking on like Wikipedia. Phil Hartman's listed as starring, so yeah, yeah, yep. yeah here we go. Yep. 
Oh, wait, before we start, I read up on this guy. Uh, why don't we save that for the end? Oh, boy. Why not? <laughs> this is my favorite part. Oh, save well, it Save it for the big finale, Willow. Yeah, yeah, save it for the finale, Willow. Well, it's on thesmokinggun.com. Yeah, we'll wait for the end, because I don't want to ruin the, the, the magic the of the ambiance. Yeah, instead, uh, well, you guys why don't we get into, what do we remember? Greg, what did you remember about this movie? You know, this, this is a movie I, I think I had seen a lot of, um, and oddly enough, I think I probably have seen Big Top Pee-wee more for some reason. Mm. I don't know why, um, but any, anyway, I I remember a lot of this movie. I, I remember the basic plot. Um, I remember a lot of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain lines were, like, used all the time in my family, like, action-packed for some reason <laughs> yeah. was a line we'd use all the time. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, okay, so stuff, stuff that stands out would be, like, um, uh, Let's see here. The large Marge, like, ghost trucker scene yeah. always yep. always stood out in my mind. Let's see. The whole ending when he's at the drive-in and his movie about him is playing. Yeah, Pee Wee Seption. Which, which, which is, is, is very fun. Yeah, where, like, he's he's in it as, like, a bellhop and his voice has been yeah. dubbed over. Like, that always, always made me laugh. Um... Yeah, I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I could go on and on, but th- those are the ones that definitely come to mind immediately. Okay. Um, for me, I oh, def- biker scene with the tequila dance. Yes. That yeah, would be the I one. was just about to say that one. Um, you know what scenes that always, I, I remember a lot more of the beginning of the movie with Francis. Um, I always thought Francis was a good foil. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, this, we'll get into this certainly, but I am kind of disappointed he's not in more of the movie as it kind of goes along. Yeah, he's at the very beginning, shows up in a dream, shows up at the very end, and that's it. And that's it. I, I really felt like he was a good foil to Pee-wee. I always liked that part. Mickey, always, that whole thing was always funny to me. I have some questions as an adult, but as a child, it was always really funny. And, of course, the bike. I mean, who, who didn't want that bike? That it's bike was pretty rad. Um, however. Because it was um, a, what's it called? A Schwinn? No. Well, it is. Oh, vintage. It is a vintage bike, yes. So, Willow, what what did you expect out of Pee-wee's big adventure? It'd be really stupid and comedy. So you thought it would be like a like a screwball comedy, kind of just like yeah. a ridiculous. Yeah, said it was like. That's, I'm using that term horribly that. incorrectly. So <laughs> you expected it to be kind of like a like a crazy character comedy. What 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 did yeah. you expect for big adventure? What did you kind of expect? Stuff would be big, like com- communically big. But then there's a toothbrush, and that's totally not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yikes. So so you expected big things in this movie, and when you got the when you big got things, them, you were terribly you... disappointed. Yeah. You know, you know, you've learned a valuable lesson, Willow. Set expectations low. Uh, I was going to say, when Standards. you get what you want, yeah. it's usually not what you want after all. That's why you I can't always get standard. what you want. No, I'm specifically Paul oh. talking about getting what you want and then being chronically disappointed <laughs> with getting what you wanted. It's kind of like it's kind of like, like when you make a wish and they actually take the wish literally. Like I want fifty bucks, and then you get like all the deer. I I was gonna say that's not what I was trying to say at all. <laughs> I, I I'm talking about more about the sort of just emptiness of life in general and all things that we chase in this world being hollow and empty, just like me. You know, that I sort was of thing. making it funny. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a... I, gotta, I wasn't going for funny, Willow. So but, I know uh, you're uh, Willow on that. You went pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I know your life story already, Greg. It's okay. Zoof, written all over my face, I guess. Yeah, you really went darker. I, I was going to say, it's more like, and I can use this as a, as a personal experience. And Wow, I, thanks, Dad. Hold on. Now, because I, I know I've seen it in a movie before. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, yeah. I really wanted a Darkwing Duck figure okay. that you got from, from a cereal box cut out. Yeah, they don't do those anymore, they don't. do they? They don't. That's and, good to them. And, well, here's the thing. On the box, oh, it it's, looks so it's good, like the size it? of your palm. Yeah. And then you get it. And you know how if you look at your hand, how you have like those segmented parts? Yeah. It was as big as one of those segmented parts on your pinky. Oh, boy. That's and, tiny. And I'm like, I, I spent 99 cents in, in four boxes of Fruit Loops on this. Yeah, not cool. And then you just, you just basically, you just throw it in a blender. Throw what in the blender? The figure. The Darkwing Duck figure. What's the Darkwing Duck figure? Darkwing Duck, greatest cartoon ever from the 90s. Howard the Well, Duck? actually, no. I, no, actually, I take that back. It's a tall order, sir. DuckTales. DuckTales is up there. Fantastic. Fantastic show. It's coming back on Netflix. Oh, Can't just like all see. things that come back. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Our new Voltron is, fan- is pretty good. You know what? By the way, talking about 80s, the new Voltron is really good. I, I enjoy Voltron, but look, I'm going to give you full disclosure. I was never in love with Voltron as a kid. I oh. thought it was fun. I think the new one's really fun. The new one is I really watch good. it. I watch it with my, yes. my daughter, who, who thoroughly enjoys it. Yes. Uh, the old one is... You have... I remember there being... Be wanting to like that show. I was going to say, I remember the old Voltron, me as a child, being like, where's Voltron? Why isn't Voltron on screen? Just go in Voltron. Don't fight the guy. Just turn into Voltron. Okay, you've turned into Voltron, and you've beaten the bad guy. Great. So that's what I remember as a kid. Yeah. Oh, uh, great. Someone's having a personal experience. I don't... Just give me Voltron. I don't care. I have that today. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, it's it's you're watching, like, Game of Thrones, and it's just like, would, would you just, just kill him? Just Can we just him? blow up the city? Just blow just it up. Just kill him. Just blow up the city. Kill him. Blow it up, please. I don't know why you're talking to that guy. Just, just kill him. Just blow it up. Just kill him. Blow it up. Blow up the city. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Pee-wee's <laughs> Big Adventure. It was so big, Willow was disappointed when she got what she wanted. Yes. Now, uh, we mentioned that Phil Hartman co-wrote this along with Paul Rubens. Oh, GMO-free on the, li- on the Virgil's label. I'm just going to yeah. throw it back. I thought uh, it was a weed sign. Very good. Uh, as you <laughs> said, directed by Tim Burton. Directorial debut. Which I, I, clearly I saw that it's in my notes, but I totally forgot, forgot that. Scored by Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. I did write that is, down. Now, is this, I didn't look this up. Is this his first movie score? I mean, if you. I, what's his movie score? Uh, score is music in a film that's not like by a band, right? Okay. You know, like like the instrumental, instrumental music parts. that's written specifically no. for the film. That's what a score is. Ew. And you know what? It very well could be one of his first, if not his first, because when you listen to it now and you know it's Danny Elfman, it's got that you Danny can Elfman sound. Tell it. But at the same time, it's a little off from what he normally does. Yes, yes, it is. It, 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 like, he hit his stride, I think, about three years later with Batman, and he yes. kind of never lost it. De- that is As far as movie scores go, because yes, I will absolutely. defend to the death that Oingo Boingo is one of the greatest bands of the 80s. But, um, you know, yes, yeah. th- th- that's when it's like, oh, I'm listening to Danny Elfman, and this is clearly Danny Elfman, and, you know, and he'd go on to do all the other really big movies. Like, he did Spider-Man, he did Men in Black, he did Nightmare Before Christmas, that's yeah. the big one everybody knows. He does a do. couple TV shows, because he did Futurama. He, he wrote did The Simpsons, he did Simpsons, he did, Simpsons yeah, he did a bunch stuff, of yeah. them, so, absolutely, I, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, I wonder if it was Forbidden Zone, might have been the first one, that was an older one, but anyway, I'm going to look this up while we keep talking. Yeah, so, um, so we find that Pee-wee... 
uh, is in a race, which I guess is supposed to be the Tour de France. Tour de France. Uh, it looks more like the back lot of a wine country, but um, I guess that's kind of the joke of the, the whole thing. And Pee Wee! Wins the big race. I nailed it. Forbidden Zone was the first movie he did in 1980. I was cool. looking at the wrong notes. I'm like, what is this about our last movie? And I was like, wait. Did, did you I think Pee Wee Herman competed in an arm wrestling match? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have made the last movie a little more. It <laughs> would have been much, much different. <laughs> Over the top. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I deleted these notes. What? I accidentally deleted the notes. No. Yeah. You deleted the notes on the movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop the podcast and we'll look and watch it again and take fresh notes. We'll be back right now. Okay, that was 90 or, minutes, Willow. Actually, I could just go to my recently deleted and click on it. Oh, Why don't you do wow. that? Because we're not actually going <laughs> to We stop just wasted 90, 90 minutes rewatching a movie when you could have just gone into recently <laughs> deleted and that was a bad move, Willow. But I, I did. I like that. Don't give it up. Yeah, um, give what up? I don't know what to give I'm up, sorry. sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm the Dorothy of this of this magical trip to Oz. It is not 10.33 now, and we started at 9.45. Not at all. Okay. Did you find your notes? Yeah. That's all I care about. Her new notes that she just Her new took notes. Yes. after watching the film for a second time. Willow. He's dreaming. <laughs> I do, I, I try. Do you know what I want to do? I want to hear him on This Was Red, but I think we should put This Was Red sticker right over him. Oh my god, Greg. I dream, I dream all the time, Willow. I dream of a better world where we have an actual studio to podcast from. Well, I don't have to watch these movies and I imagine you have funny in me. Me too. No. Okay. If only. Okay. Uh, I dream of a world where Virgil's root beer sponsors this podcast. <laughs> I, I would love that. I love that world. Anyway. So, instead... He we, wins the Tour de France, but it's a dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Now... Willow, what did you think of that? Starting off with a dream sequence. Was that a bold move? <laughs> it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays I hope, off. I hope you liked it, Willow, because there's like seven or eight more of these coming down the road. And not only that, he has like fever dreams. He has like these really weird, intense dreams. Very specific dreams. <laughs> yes. All about a bicycle. Yeah. There has to be some, something something going on. Yeah, it's not I just wanna, a bicycle. I want someone smarter than me to read into this. And, Maybe and, anyway. the bicycle. Bicycle. Um, what if the bicycle is like a metaphor for something else? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're totally on board with that. We're just not sure if you get where we're going. If you're uh, picking up what you're, we're putting down. Yeah, you on the same VW bus to the to Woodstock like we are? No. <laughs> Sorry, I like to go. I like that to make my references really... 60s related. Uh, yeah, I, that's that's good. You know, you you pick a motif. Yeah. I think I'll just ride with PB. Okay. Um, so we woke, we wake up and we get some Rube Goldberg breakfast. Uh, how long do you think it takes to set that up every night? I feel like the pancake mix alone. It would be so much faster, <laughs> wouldn't it? Just be to wake up and also he eats like two bites and then leaves. Three bites of that awful. I don't know if you've ever had Mr. Terry cereal. It was horrendous. It, 80% cardboard? Yeah, oh my god, cardboard. I, I know that's the joke, right? Cardboard has more nutrients. Right. Yeah. And I think Mythbusters proved that true. Wow. Um, that cereal, I specifically remember just being awful. Yeah. Uh, I, I do always remember that. I, I pity the fool who doesn't eat my cereal. Yes, a, a classic line. What's with the tape? 
What's he going for with that? I, I don't know. Why does he have the tape? He's just Why is it in a, a bathroom? Time. Is right. my question. What is he because doing? He wants to have a good time. <laughs> he wants to have a good time. So he's just got a he's got a never Willow. ending supply of what could possibly happen. We should just yeah. let Pee Wee be Pee Wee. Pee Wee yeah. be Pee Wee. Just let him be him, his beautiful self. I just have a lot of questions for this movie. I have great. I'm right there. My, with you. My All next right. question is. What the hell does Pee Wee do for a job? I had that written down. Where I said, does he get money? He has to I be know. independently wealthy. He has to be. He has to have in- inherited just a boatload oh, yeah. of money. No, he didn't do anything to make that money. He There's was no gifted way. that money. There's no way. No. Now, do you think it was gifted to him at the exact point in his life when his parents died, a horrific death probably at his hands accidentally, and that's why he is stuck in the age that he is stuck in. The special ed got government money. The special ed got <laughs> government money. Yeah, he's clearly wow, special ed. That, and he that, got so much special treatment because of it. Like, the magic guy, he didn't even, like, charge him for exactly, all he got. Right, that's it. We'll get to he that. He special treatment because he's special ed. No, but I think it goes to what Greg said. I think what happened he's, is he's in an he was playing with a train set. It caught fire, burned the family's house down. He got stunted into being eight years yeah. old. yeah. And that's where he's at. We need, we need Ernest Goes to the Nam, and we need a Pee Wee prequel where we find out the terrible story, and and the subsequent like Pee Wee's big secret, eight years secret, <laughs> where, where we follow the eight years that he's in like an institutional home, and then he's, I am totally they don't want to let him I, out. I'm so but okay. They lose so funding, Fred- and they're forced at 18 to let him go because legally they can't keep him there anymore. No Gregory? joke. When Francis came up, I thought that was like the nurse that came to check on him. Hold on, Greg. There's a couple I was ways. Just a- I was just about to go the same thing. It's all an imaginary it's all an world imaginary in his head. Dream. Francis is one of the nurses. That makes sense about the fever dream. He's on like like thorazepam. That's, that's or when it. That's when they're giving they're the, giving him the, the drugs. Injections. That's when it sparks it. The bike was the only thing he loved in his life. That's why it's his most precious. They represent his parents. The the bike represents both his parents? That's weird. The two eels. We just agree that he's having a <coughs> because of Therazepan. <coughs> well, I, I, I wish I knew actual drugs and I didn't just make life. up words. I liked it. Thrasipan. Col- col- He's so free because col- the biker represents the two wheels running ooh, ooh, his ooh. lives. Clonopin. That's that's a drug. Moving it fo- forward, but yeah. now that he lost his bike, he lost his movement, and now he's the same age. And I almost took him a root beer. Willow, Willow, no, <laughs> you gotta on. stop. Okay, so Willow, Willow. This was <laughs> really an intervention. <laughs> this was really an intervention. You have to stop huffing drinks. You have to stop. Okay, I put, wrote a letter. I wrote a letter. Willow, Willow, we love you. You are a really good kid. I'm. I'm not your relative. And I'm not someone to look up to. We gave it away! I dream big, and um, I'm hollow inside, as I mentioned earlier. But please, you have a wonderful life ahead of you <laughs> if you stop inhaling all of these drinks. The end. I wrote the end, because that's how I end all my letters. So, uh, okay. Welcome to This Was Intervention, where we help one young 14-year-old... At- at a time. But it's, it's always the same. But it's always the same 14-year-old. Yeah. That's that's the gimmick. Now, Willow, you know, we, there's, there's just some people here that love you. We're just going to we're just gonna talk. So why don't you... Oh, no, I'm, I'm going into Chris Hansen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you have a cigarette over there? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's What's in the show. bag? <laughs> Funyuns and... <laughs> I, have a, I have a list here of some conversations you had on the internet. Yeah. Uh, oh, my boy. favorite one. Hey, I, I've seen you before. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you before. 
you before. That's yeah. Somebody actually said that. Yep. Oh boy. Okay, Willow. Uh, w- by the way, you said Francis is the just as I'm about. Okay, as soon as she's done talking, I'm gonna say my piece, and then you went right where I was going. Absolutely, it it makes sense for the whole movie at this point. The parents are two wheels running his life in the bicycle. Now I that, that I like. The parents are two wheels and they it take the form the of a bicycle. One. That I like. Do you like how I disagreed and then life. immediately agreed? I, that was classic. That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that's good give and take right there. That's that's yeah. it's good. It's good. Moving on to the movie since we now that we've got that. Now out that of the we've way. made it a way better, better movie. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about this. I don't um, like butter. He goes outside to get the bike. Butter on with his super secret technology stash that he has. I gotta be honest. This was my favorite part. As a kid, with the, with the number pad, I the would house. love to have yeah. had. I, do you remember being a kid and used to imagine things? You know, pretend play. I used to go to the side of my house before I would take my bike. Yeah, you were one of those imagining kids. I was before I would go and get my bike. By the way, the, you know what this sparked in me? I actually remember my favorite bike ever as a kid. Why and would I found you waste money on a bike? Wow. I can't even just a, a, a thought. I would love to hear this story, but uh, Willow seems really intense. <laughs> she really seems. Much like the United States government and files on aliens, uh, keeping that on the down low. So, so. It's, I'll post a picture of it. It's called a Huffy Sigma. It was That's a gray crazy. bike with a bent back seat and had plastic wheel covers. I believe I also had a bike that had wheel and covers. I, yeah. uh, they did get big in the 80s. They were, no, they were, Why like, didn't you just ride in a car? And because I was eight. And I didn't have to uh, my license. So why didn't you ask your parents to drive you? Oh, I don't know, because I was a free-willed, independent child who knew how to get along in life without my parents. Wow, harsh, bro. Yeah, yeah, this kid. Now, this how, kid. Does that, how does that this feel, kid. Willow? How does that feel? How do yeah. you like it? Yeah. Harsh, bro. Yeah, I'm going to set fire to your thoughts. I don't get it. Neither do I. I don't have he finds a bike in the back. He has a bike. Fancy bike. A very fancy bike. And uh, Francis, th- that rich guy who also acts like a, a child. Well, again. Like Pee-wee. He's a projection of Willow's maybe childhood. Willow's childhood. Yeah. Well, Pee-wee's well, childhood. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, my childhood too. I'm not progressing here. But we kind of see that Francis later on, he's also just stunted in childhood. Yeah. It's so weird that you have these two people that would just be like that. Because both their parents died. But... This is the first point. Now, Francis comes and he wants to buy the bike from Pee-wee. He just spent more money on different things. It's fine. So, Pee-wee doesn't want to sell the bike. Fair enough. Right. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are. Um, Yeah, that comes in. uh, I don't make monkeys. I just train them. I know you are, but what am I? Great line. Does Pee-wee kind of come off as a jerk at this point? Yeah, big time. I know you are, but what am I? Like, Francis is a jerk, too, but he kind of comes off a little worse, in my opinion. Uh, no, I agree. Pee-wee comes off very rude here. It's like, look, the guy wants to buy your bike. The answer's no. Okay, he's, he's kind of needling you. For a long you, time, why didn't you ask for another birthday? Is this what? the first birthday here's, you thought to take it? Here's a better idea. How yep. about how about Pee-wee instead of just being like, no, I'm not going to let you sell me your bike. How about be like, hey man, how about we work together with all your money and we see if we can track down a bike that's like mine? No, because right? then that's like that's your thing, you know. No, but you can make it your... I mean, that's. I think that's kind of the magic of Pee-wee's bike, is it's his bike. He built that bike to be his. Why doesn't Francis just go and build his own lazy. bike? Do you see the, how big he is? He's lazy. It's the classic trope of, like, oh, I'm rich, and I don't want to make something. I'll just buy no. it. You know, okay. it's, it's, so I'm not going to work for it. I'm just going to buy it. 
Yeah. Guys, they're special ed, but they spend their money in different ways. So Francis looks like he has more because he spent his money on different large things. Pee-wee has a lot of small things. Oh, quantity, not quality. Quality, not quantity. Yeah. And they're like oil and water. I, wow. Yeah. you got to find another way to phrase and that. Pee-wee is so skinny because he works so hard at making all these contraptions and playing with his little bunny slippers. Well, yeah, he's got to lift a, a, a freaking anvil every night. Every night. Yeah, but Francis, he's so fat because he just buys his big things. Sure, okay. We're going to... Yeah, we, You works. sold us. I think you're just reiterating. Yeah. I so was adding the weight Instead, now. we... He, Pee-wee goes to the mall. He's got to pick up a few things. Goes to the magic shop where there's a creeped well, out first, woman that never pays off. Well, first off, we do have to... He, he does chain the bike to the clown. Yes. Which oh, always yes. freaked me out. That's a creepy clown. Um, and the chain that just comes out and out of the bike. It's a ga- There's a lot of gags. Go gags. It's important to know because uh, when the bike gets stolen, how he locked it up. Anyway, you're right. He goes over the magic shop. I'm with Willow. This magic shop guy just gives him the full run of the store. He t- it's not even that he's not buying anything. He keeps picking things up and throwing them on the ground. Yeah. Not mine. I don't care. Huh? Not funny. And the guy just smiles through it all. He must have, like, Pee-wee's account info. He must, And he's right? just billing him a monthly think, bill, regardless think, of what he buys. You think that fake gum was really, like, $400, and that's why he's smiling? That's what he's selling it as. Or do you think, perhaps, the joke guy is just constantly huffing straight oxygen in the back? <laughs> Wait, so he's like he's like Frank from Blue Velvet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. He's huffing nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide, that's what it is. I couldn't think of it. Yelling well, at people to drink half blue ribbon. Drinks. He beats Elizabeth Rossellini. Wow. Yeah. Pee-wee, would you like a bow tie? And by the way, the, the boomerang bow tie never really comes into play. No. So much things are not paid right. off in this film. Yeah, nothing. I just remembered. I Except just realized for that, that he plays tricks. And so then he uh, he goes to the bike shop to get a horn, like an extra loud horn. Yes. And uh, what's what's the Dottie? Dottie. Dottie starts. is all up she in his wants business. So much Peewee. Now this is where <laughs> this is where I think it's confirmed that Peewee's got cash, and Dottie has some student loans that she's not <laughs> paying so? by working in a bank. I do have a question. Women throw themselves at Pee-wee at every single turn. Which which also goes to say that it's a complete fabrication because... Yes. N- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Pee-wee Because Dottie, Dottie looks like she's got her act together. She, she does. looks like a regular person. She's not, you know, she's not hideous to look at. She's a perfectly she fine. cute, yeah. you know, normal person. And, mm-hmm. uh, and she's got it all over for Pee-wee. Yep. I'm with you on that. I, I don't know where she comes from, but... I, I'm with you, right? In the realm of Pee-wee's world. So, are you saying that she's the cute nurse that Pee-wee really wants to go out with, and constantly says like, "Oh, you wouldn't want to go out with me." And to draw so, her in, in reverse psychology. And in, in, in his dream, he's flipping it, where she wants him super bad, and he's like, "No, I'm a loner. I'm a rebel. You, you wouldn't want to be with me. I'm. I got things about me. You, you don't want to run with him. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, I, it's." Possible? If we're gonna go with the, if we're gonna go with the the coma thing or, or the drug thing, if she is a nurse, I don't feel like because if that were if you wanted to date her, I think he'd want to date her in the dream. I think she's a representation of something else. Well, it's, it's, a, it's an Arrested Development thing. He's, he wouldn't even care about dating. Right. That's what I mean. How he wants love. He just wants his parents back who love him and care oh. for him. 
No, but I, won't. I was no. gonna say maybe he's turning maybe it away like his life turned it away. No. Maybe it's a woman who comes to visit him that's trying to romance him to get his money. No, it's a childhood friend who was had the hots for Pee Wee, and he didn't know how to process that. And he, he didn't was know so how to young. process it because he was only eight years so, old. Okay, it's classic. So he's like, just re- yeah. So he's yeah, just going yeah. over lines he saw in movies. Okay, he says like James Bond stuff. Right. That's why he says, you know, this thing's about me. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't want to understand. You shouldn't understand. He's yeah. just repeating a line from a movie. All right. All right. We cracked the case, guys. Yeah. Oh, there's so much more to crack. Crack open a Virgil's root beer, you mean? Whoa. <laughs> oh. Whoa. We're trying We're so not hard. sponsored. Stop saying it. I really want to be sponsored <laughs> so bad. Root beer. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, bum. Look at that jingle. <laughs> right number. We just jingle. wrote a jingle. Actually, that was like State Farm, but you know. Quiet, you. <laughs> they don't need to know any of this. So, of course, we have... So, Pee-wee goes out goes after out, that, and it's gone. He loses his mind. And there... Nobody! Nobody, nobody saw nobody, anything. Nobody. Not a one. It would have taken, at a minimum... To cut that five chain? Five minutes. Yeah. To yeah, cut yeah. one link, and then you just pull it off. Well, nobody and sees nothing. There is there is a funny gag where, apparently, everyone in the town has a bicycle, because as he sits down and he's lamenting the bike, like, 55, like, bicycles again, drive fast. Again, it's pretty that, funny. It's just, it's, it's just more... Why is everyone riding bikes? Why don't people own cars? Because it's a dream. He, he, it's completely lost. If it wasn't mind. a dream, why are people riding bikes and oh, not driving cars? Oh, because it's stupid and funny, I guess. That's, that, that's just a gag, Willow. There's, yeah. there's nothing to it's it. It's just there. a gag. Uh, and the cops solve this crime when he goes to the cops to go, why don't you retrace your steps? And he's like, oh, Francis tried to buy my bike and now it's missing, of course. Um, now, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, when he goes to <clears throat> Francis's house, that's Professor Toro Tanaka, the wrestler, who answers it, right? I called him Oddjob. <laughs> Is he the same guy? No, he's not, but he looks like He looks like, he looks yeah. like Oddjob. Uh, just a giant, like, yeah. Hulk of I a man. He be a wrestler, yeah. I mean, it's very I possible. Think, I think that's what he was. Chef eats his food. Um, he definitely, he's not a chef. He's a bodyguard slash, um... Butler? Butler, maybe? Why did I think he was a chef? Because he's wearing he a white wearing shirt. white. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Chefs can wear black. <laughs> so, they can. So, so Francis, so Francis' family, Could've they're rich, but they can't have multiple servants. No, not have, that rich. They have the one servant. Yeah. And he kind of, he's the one man... Show. I, I did I always think it was idea. funny where they're like, oh, Francis is taking a bath and he's in like a swimming pool. Yes. I always thought well, that was kind of funny. Well, he needs a swimming pool. I'm glad pool. he just had shorts on. Because um, this is he where... Needs so Pee Wee breaks into the house. Goes on parade. Yeah. Now... Tries to get it out of Francis and then the dad interrupts. Yeah, and... anger issues because he no, I don't really think that's violently the dad. I think that's him. the doctor that he lives with. Ooh. Oh, that... Ooh. Willow. Willow. Because the dad's not as big. <gasps> And he just Does that mean Oddjob is the one who changes the bedpan? He's the orderly. He's the orderly. He's the muscle. He's in white. Yes. And and Francis and his father are always wearing the same jumpsuits. Yep. Willow, you, you are this whole, nailing this. movie this. has a whole new. There has to, there has to be a theory on this. There has to be. We'll, we'll find. We will look it up. We'll, I, we'll I, keep going. I'll with tell ours. you right now. I kind of hope there isn't because that means we just wrote a dynamite. Oh one. my god, it's so good. This was rad collaboration. Oh, conspiracy theory. Well, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. So odd wow. job is the orderly. Um, so um, th- but there. Is, I imagine you like this next scene where, where finally the dad comes in and he's like, "All right, you kids. Nobody stole anything. Shake yeah, hands." Yeah. And then Pee Wee's like, oh, we didn't, uh, we don't need to do the authorities. It was an honest mistake. And he goes, all right, kids. And he gets comeuppance with the gum. Yes, I love the comeuppance in that, yes. Great. Comeuppance Uh, with the gum. I thought you'd love that scene. Yes. 
Now we're going to go to what I personally found was, even as a kid, one of my favorite scenes. The the, the, basement, the basement scene where he's he's going over everything. He gathers yeah. everybody. Who are the old people in the back? I don't know. Who is <laughs> the guy with a mohawk with a naked baby on uh, his shirt? Amazing Larry? I want to know Larry. Amazing Larry. <laughs> amazing Larry. I, I, Clearly, I he's another he's one from. of the mental patients. But yeah, I mean, Oh, yeah, definitely. He's definitely one of them. He's but a fortune Dottie, teller. But Dottie and Chuck show up, and then he goes, now we can begin. Yeah. Like you already have thirty people there. I love. The way, I, I, I love what's what's the significance. I don't know. I just. I that's that's a funny line. Well, I like the fact that it goes on for three hours. And, yeah. And when they do the transition from the, the one or two items, it's now exhibit Q, an entire diorama. Yeah, he of has the, the diorama. Even as a child, How I thought long that was great. Did it take it to set up to get to that? Thing? I I want to know. I know. And, he keeps, was... and here's the thing. He keeps that level of anger the whole time. Yeah, no, he's he is at he's eleven raging. and he's not stopping. Oh, yet. he never stops. So he he finally goes to a fortune teller and they're like, "Hey, it's in the basement of the Alamo." Now, there's another fortune teller scene. Is it? Ah, man, I, I want to say it's it's got to be something with John Candy and Willow. Just close your ears for this one. I get this confused. This one is pretty straightforward. She just takes his wallet, gets the money. Do you remember a movie? Where the fortune teller could only do it topless. Yeah, mall rats. Is that what it is? Yeah. Thank you. Top topless fortune teller. Yeah, it's the whole thing. The whole that's the whole arc of that movie where she she tells them ex- everything yeah, they yeah, need yeah. to know, like like to a T. Yeah, yeah. And she's topless. And then she yeah. eats her third nipple. Yeah, it, well, it's, it's gum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's a, a Kevin Smith. Why movie. did I think that was a John Candy movie? I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, that was uneventful. I I have an encyclopedic knowledge of topless <laughs> fortune telling scenes. <laughs> Which would, My which would be the one, one. <laughs> that, that I'm aware of. One, prove me wrong, internet. Prove me wrong. Do you sell a lot of those encyclopedias? <laughs> um, it's all up here. Oh, it's all there. Okay, yeah. Wouldn't no, want that to get out. No, no, no. What? PB is in this room. Oh yeah, that's right, children. Um, so yeah, he gets to that. So he hitchhikes and he's picked up by yes, Mickey. By Mickey, the con. Who's cool? Mickey is rat. Um, Do you know who's rad? He's got handcuffs. The dog, he's got handcuffs. Speck. Speck is Speck, rad. Awesome. The only name I bothered to remember. Now, Close. okay, now Willow, you're going to have to help us out. Where does Mickey fit into the into the hallucination? Because who's Mickey? The con. The con. The dri- who's driving the, who has the, the convertible. The, um, okay. Thing. Where does he fit into this? Do you remember Mickey? Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. He <laughs> drove the car and he fits into Okay. And what was his crime? Um, he ripped a mattress tag. Yes, he did. By the way, did that ever scare you as a kid? Oh, I was tag. terrified to touch a mattress tag after that. I remember I, I asked my dad that, and he was like, no, once you buy it, it's yours, you can do whatever you I, want. I, I, that scared me as a kid, because I didn't ask that question. Oh, there you yeah. go. I just lived in fear. You just lived in fear. I was, I was a human chihuahua. Yeah, nice. Between the ages of six and ten. So you're related to PB. Yes. A little bit. So I guess we're not going to figure out where Mickey fits in the fever dream. He's just there. He's just another, uh, just uh, another, another patient. Yeah. You know, a tough guy who thinks he's on the lam. Yeah. But he's just a regular patient. He's the guy maybe, that killed his parents. Oh, maybe he's the representation of Pee Wee who wants to escape the facility. Ooh, he could be. And he can't do it. Or because when guys, Because Mickey eventually gets rid of him. Mickey's the vision of the guy that killed his parents. Well, no, we established that Pee Wee did. accidentally killed his parents. <gasps> Is Mickey real Pee-wee grown up? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's That's running from the law. That's a little complicated. I would say oh, maybe Oh, no, it's... actually, Pee-wee turned himself in. I was going to say maybe, maybe there are multiple 
image, they're all multiple personalities of Pee-wee. So Mickey is yes. an aspect. Okay. That's good. Mickey everyone, is an aspect. Everyone he encounters along the way is an aspect of his personality. Or people that he knew. Or people that he yes. actually knows. Yes. I'm totally with you on Yes, um when we get to her later, Simone and all that. Yes. Fantastic. I'm totally with you on okay. that. Okay, okay, great. Good. So there's a there's there's a uh, what what do they call that the traffic stop roadblock. a roadblock and yeah. so Pee Wee dresses up like Where a girl. Where did he get the clothes? Oh, do you assume it was just he, in the trunk of the car? Well, this this and he, furthers, had, and he had 15 feet to do it. This this furthers our it's all in his head because there's a lot of magic going on. So what, he must have access to like hammer space where he can just pull <laughs> whatever he wants out at a moment's notice. And like the it. chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh, it's all everything is going to our theory. Great, it great, all makes beautiful. sense. What's with the cop? That cop really wants let's to comment just, that woman on her outfit. Let's just say, it, you know, let's say it's another suspicious. place in time. It is a woman, and it is somebody's wife. And he goes, "I just want to take a little look at you, little lady." Uh, can in, can I file a complaint at this point in time? Not if you know what's good for you. <laughs> Fair enough. Inappropriate. <laughs> yes, agreed. Yeah, that cop. That cop did not belong on the beat. Uh, so there you go. He's no, the outfit looks suspicious. He must be related to the cop. Back in uh, License to Drive. No, he just, Pee-wee just looks suspicious. But he still lets him go. So yeah. he So he thinks Pee-wee may or may not be a girl, so he lets him get out, do a twirl, and then puts him back in the car? Yeah, because he just wanted to make sure, but he's just a bad cop. <laughs> we can all agree okay. on that. We got it. We uh we have a scene that I always remember, uh, the, the cartoon eyes. Yes. Yes. It's always kind of yeah. a funny little scene. With the, uh, and nah, with the animals. Actually using the goggles that he yeah. bought from the yep. joke thing. One of the few things that pays off. Now, a bunch of the animals are fake, but if you look in the back... The actually, raccoon, right? The raccoon. Um, and one of the mountain lions in the back. No, oh, also I missed, real. That's yeah, hilarious. I noticed it. Yep. Yep. So there are some real animals in that. And then this is where he gets picked up by... Large Marge, Marge who's a ghost. Always scared me as a kid. Oh, scared me to death as a that child. That face always That claymation face. Terrified me. Uh, large Marge about? when she does yeah, looks I know just who like she this. Is. Why is that scary? I first of all, I, I think know. some. I, no, I think there is a couple things. First of all, Willa, you are watching this movie four or five years after we would. have. I was going to say I saw this really young. I I think like I saw this five, almost immediately. Six, yeah, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I know I saw it when it first hit HBO. So it had to be in like four, you probably seven, eighty eight, four, five. We'll say between five. No, and it was eighty five, right? It came out in eighty five. So yeah, right. yeah. so I would have been. Five or six. You, so you're watching it almost eight years afterward, and you're desensitized because you live in today's world. I mean, literally, they put beheadings on news channels. I mean, not that you've ever seen that, I hope. Not lately. Am I, I right? Watched, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Where'd they go and why did they get crushed the other day? A guy went out of his way to run over a fainted squirrel, and the squirrel's head went... So yeah, see, sad. that's what we're talking about. She says it so nonchalantly, <laughs> like, the other day I had to get up and take a shower and right. go to school, and really then a guy sad. ran over a squirrel. And she says explode. it like she's ordering eggs. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll have the run over squirrel. <laughs> it was so uh, sad. The I, guy went out of his way. Can I get way. that without the eyes? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, the guy actually went like, out of his way. It's like, really sad. Julia freaked out. Now we're all now we're all tearing up. Was the squirrel already dead? No, like <laughs> that was like one of the days, like in the middle of the year, that was like really hot, like out of like a random day, and it fainted in the middle of the road. How because... do you know it was? It fainted. And it wasn't just dead. <laughs> like, oh, Marsha, I can't go on no more. <laughs> I've got the vapors. I got the vapors. 
Like, you know, you just know. One time I was... Like, you know, like, it didn't die because it got hit already? Like, you knew it just, like, kind of fell over? <laughs> like squirrels do? <laughs> they just, it just fell over? Yeah. Um, well, one time I was That's roofing. Why we, we kind of just assumed it fainted. And we were driving home, and, uh, we're Smaller driving back from, from a job, and we were driving this big rack body truck, not exactly known for its agility. Were, did you arm wrestle? No. Oh. No, nobody, nobody <laughs> Call back, Willow. But it was, that was good. And we were driving and we saw a squirrel dash out in front of us and there's nothing we could do. We couldn't slam on the brakes because it was a bad idea. And we all go, <gasps> and it went past us and it ran to the other side of the road where another car ran it over. <laughs> and then we all started laughing because. That's almost what happened. Like, terrifying. when I passed by it, fine. We were like, oh! <laughs> it still got hit. <laughs> that's what happened. Like, what? One car went by, it was totally fine. The next car, it was going to pass by, and then it shifted left, and then ran right through it. I was like, really? So I was uh, I was driving along, and I had a big Cadillac car at the time. I was driving. It was my father's car. Mm. And this squirrel Makes runs out into the road. And what I did, I, I slammed on my brakes, right? Fine. Squirrel goes to the other side. I slowly start to drive. It runs back under my car, and I ran it over. You, I don't think and, you told the story. And to this day, I've always imagined that squirrel back at his tree writing a little note to his family because he had to have committed suicide. Yeah. I totally let him go. I was dead stopped on the road, and he ran back. He was aiming tire. for the tire. He aimed yeah. for my tire. Yeah. Dear, dear Cindy, I've tried so hard, but the nuts, they don't fit in my mouth anymore. Yeah. I'll never be able to get through this winter, so I'm leaving the rest for you and the kids. That's right. There's a secret stash under the branch. <laughs> I was hiding it from from the bear authorities. The bears who who, who police the woods. We all know this. Who eat honey? No taxation on, on acorns. Free the people. Viva la revolution. And that squirrel, uh, he was the sp- he didn't do it, but he was the spark <laughs> yes. that led the yes. revolution. <laughs> <laughs> through his actions, yeah, yeah. through his suicide. Or what yeah. if he was the Hitler that killed many little creatures that were different from the other ones, <laughs> and then he committed suicide of guilt? Why, why would you? Why did she take such a beautiful thing and make it so ugly? Because she's desensitized. <laughs> because she asked, I remember that know. Hitler killed himself at this Willow. moment in time. Oh my God, Willow. Okay. Okay, so Large Marge is a ghost. <laughs> She's a ghost. Uh, and then, he, gets, he has a sandwich. He has to pay it off. So, and then he meets, uh, what's Simone. her name? Simone. <laughs> Willow, Willow had a real problem with Simone. I yeah. love the part when everyone is eyeballing Pee-wee because he says, like, yeah. Large Marge picked me up. And they're like, She's dead. And, and she goes, Don't mind them. They're just superstitious. <laughs> and I said, no, <laughs> no, no, they are fully this justified. man allegedly was brought here by a yes. ghost. I think they have every right in the world I am 100% with to eyeball him. Yep, yep. 100%. They, they probably should have thrown him out. Well, there's that too. Yeah. But he didn't anyway. pay for his meal. Well, he does have to pay for his meal. Now, this is where the start for me, the movie to this point, I- I've actually kind of laughed. I've kind of enjoyed some of the sequences, some of the setups and things. From this point forward, it, it absolutely feels like they filled it to get to 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, Because it's yeah. only, eight, I think it's 89 minutes total. Yeah, it's, it's, it is not, not a long film. Or 88 minutes, right around there. This is where it a lot really of starts At least it's not one that like, really drags for like three hours at Dune. 
Okay. So they they wind up in what I can only assume is the dinosaur from the wizard. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I thought. Yeah. Yep. And uh, her 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 boyfriend thinks Pee Wee's moving in now, on had, his territory. Now he had to have heard most of the conversation. Well, but we only get him from "I want to touch your butt." No, he says, "Let's talk about your big butt." Right. Was the the but when you go to the boyfriend? First of all, he's clearly been listening. Classic uh, romance line there, Pee Wee. <laughs> I can see where uh, Big Red over there got confused. <laughs> yeah, uh, with yeah, that I don't uh, get it. with that opener. I don't um, get it. You don't, you you don't get what? Like what the line actually meant? Like out of con or in context? He, 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 he wants saying, to talk about her big butt. No, he 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 was saying everyone has dreams, but they always say like, "Oh, my dream is to do this," but. It's unrealistic. And he was saying, everyone talks about their dreams and they always have a big butt that stops them from doing their dreams. What's yours? Let's talk about your big butt that's stopping you, not your literal large posterior. Right. See, the boyfriend thought it was more like Sir Mix-a-Lot's, you got big butts and I cannot lie, where Pee-wee was more about, you know, what's stopping you. Now, my question is, Joe's boyfriend hears that. But he doesn't immediately bust in. He's like, I'm going to let this scene play out while (laughs) I peep on them. Right. And I'll see what happens. Now I'll get enraged when they walk out. Like, Well, no, because he kind of does the same thing that you see as a trope all the time. He hears the part that is sexual innuendo. Doesn't hear anything else. And just lies in wait. Now let's just think about this. Because he says, let's talk about your big butt. And then he says something else. Um, Something about putting it in things. Yeah, something like that. that. Another double entendre. They they make a couple of double entendres. That's what it is. So the... The theory goes at this point, in the boyfriend's head, Pee-wee has mentioned his big butt, her big butt, and then something else. Something, some other entendre, yeah. Are we to believe that he left them alone to have their moment in the dinosaur? That's what I'm saying. There's something, something's not right because here. Because he doesn't attack till they get out. Right, he waits. So he's some kind of weird... He's a weirdo. He's yeah. peeping. He's just peeping. <gasps> and then he's... I'm, do- I'm doing the death pool. <gasps> He's he's enraged. We haven't had a peeper in so long. Well, we what what, what are we gonna call him? We gotta, the peeping peewee? No, no. I just called him Big Red. I, he had an actual name, but I forgot what it was. Peeping Big Red. Yeah, we can. Big do Red Peeper. Peeping Pepper. <laughs> Big Red Peeper. <laughs> Big Red pe- Peeper. Pepper Peeper. Red Peeper. I like that. Yeah. Big Red know. Peeper. I like Big Red Peeper. You know what I don't want to do? It does add to the list. Talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> fine, Gregory. So let's move along. He, like Pee Wee Herman, who hops a train, and yeah. off he goes and meets up for no reason with a hobo. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. Who he can't stand singing, jumps off the train, and suddenly he's he's at the Alamo. Well, he's not at the Alamo, but he's in Texas Except right next Except if you look at the background, it's the exact same factory of which he came from. Yeah, yeah. He went 10 feet. I know. So, um, <laughs> okay, Willow, you know. I figured you really would have loved the Alamo tour guide. Uh, she thoughts? Was, uh, Jan Hooks, right? Yeah, but yes, yeah, SNL alum. She was fantastic. She was so funny. I thought I, I had a feeling you'd you'd you'd, you'd have liked the uh, the tour guide. Willow, was I was I mistaken? She was irritating. Really, I thought when really? she'd be like Buenos Dias uh, and like holding up a tortilla, I thought you'd be like, yeah, that's my well, jam. I, what I like well, there is... were no burritos involved. So. Oh, well, that's true. There it is. Oh. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I do like how takes because... more than a than a a tortilla and a Buenos Dias or whatever well, she said. What's funny about the Buenos Dias is she goes, she goes she do we have any together. do we have any Mexicans in the group? And they two raise it, Buenos Dias, and the group just goes Buenos Dias, <laughs> including them. <laughs> like 
She said it to you. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Buena but she was good. Uh, she was very. Again, a couple of the cameos that are in here are very funny. Hers was very good, and then yeah. of course there is no. So he went to the Alamo because supposedly his bike is in the basement of the Alamo, and there is no basement. Seems pretty obvious. Which is whole, everyone seems to know that there's no basement in the Alamo. Right, I always like that's that's a good everyone gag. Laughs at him. Um, and then of course, what do we have? He goes to the bus station. Now here, and magically, Simone appears. I'm okay with Simone appearing here. I think we could have skipped, and honestly, we can at this point. He talks to Simone. We could skip the Simone, the big, big red, red the rodeo. rodeo. You can skip all that. All that's getting put skipped. him back on the road. Walking up to the biker bar, that's where you could have cut the movie. You could cut out 10 minutes yeah. right there. Yeah. Because yeah, like, other, than, other than a gag with the rodeo, it just doesn't add anything. And no. I don't know how I thought of it as a kid, but as an adult, it just feels so, so added. There, there, There is one good gag where after he gets thrown from the bull and, like, knocked out, and the the cowboys are waking him up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and then they're like, "What's your name?" I don't remember. And they're like, "Well, well, what what were you doing?" He's like, "I don't remember." And they're like, "Well, what do you remember?" And he goes, "I remember the Alamo." And everyone goes, "Yeah!" And I thought that was a pretty funny gag. That was a pretty good gag. Yeah, I, I'll give yeah. you that one. But again, it's a long setup for a very for a joke. Right. Yeah. Um, the biker gang. It's funny. It's not worth the eight minutes no, no, it took to not. get there. It's not funny. Worth the eight minutes. However, the biker gang, I kind of like. Kind of funny. It, uh, the tequila song, that dance, always classic. Always, point, always point, very yeah. silly, very even um, as a child. Did you enjoy the, did you like, did you enjoy Jared from Labyrinth's cameo? The woman. <laughs> yeah, actually, now that you mention it, yeah, she does look suspiciously That's exactly like what I wrote down. Oh, look, Jared's in this movie from Labyrinth. Yeah, he wins everyone over with the tequila dance. Now, Willow, what did you think was going to happen after he did that tequila dance? They're going to kill him. Yeah, how, how how did he win him o- them over with his tequila dance? By giving them tequila. But he he didn't. He just danced and no, threw stuff on the ground, he, and he all broke of a, sudden, a bunch of their stuff. All was forgiven. Yeah, because he broke the tequila, showing that he's tough, like the Satan helpers. That was the name of them. Damaging. Satan's helpers. I mean, clearly you no, Santa. Santa's helpers. Santa's little helpers. <laughs> I was, I was trying to Simpsons. make the joke. Satan's little helpers, right from Simpsons. Um, but basically, um, you know, this is clearly like, oh, it's a kid thinking he's doing something cool, and the yeah. bikers now like him. Where do they fit into the... We haven't talked about it for about ten minutes. Where does it fit into the uh, the hallucination? I, I figured it was just a hallucination. Just sort of, at this point, at just, this he's just kind of going off on things. imagining different adventures of himself and the yeah, biker gang. Yeah, better life. I was thinking his mother was Jared, and... She, that is weird. She was a biker, and that's why he has a fascination with a bicycle. Hmm. Right? We already went over the two wheels running his life. We're good. I know, but that's what I mean. She's one of the wheels because she's a former I think, biker. I think it's worth considering. She's a former biker. Yeah. Right? Instead, he gets on the bike and rides into a sign. Which always made me always laugh. Funny. Immediately right into the sign. And then they, they <laughs> escort the ambulance. The biker gang escorts the ambulance yes, to yes. the hospital. Yeah. I where I forgot. Funny, I forgot. So uh, we have another dream sequence. This is at least the third, if not the fourth if or the, fifth. If if. The, if we talked this, about a drinking this game and over the top. Yeah, this would oh, be have a dream. It's it's ridiculously long. It's con- it's convoluted. A lot of juggalos in it. Whoa! Yeah, hey, just tons of them. You need. <laughs> By the way, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> I knew you did. I'm a juggalo. I admit it freely. <laughs> but what I saw this, even I don't I was know like, if you are. I, do you put face paint on and have a juggalo name? So okay, are you are you aspiring? You're not quite there yet. 
but you know, you like the idea. I don't have, I have not, if we're going to break this down. Let's break it down. I'm, okay. I'm quite curious. It's going to be tough. Okay. Because here's the thing. And look, I, you, I'm giving you this card right now. Yep. I don't want to talk about this in front of my daughter. <laughs> because that is 100% legitimate with me. You can be like, be like okay, that's a, that's a topic we don't talk about. So, for me, I believe in what they talk about. I believe in what they believe in. Okay. I believe in what makes up a juggalo. And, and that, do I put on face paint? Have I been to a gathering? I have not. Okay. But if I was confronted with another one, if I was, I would feel a part of that culture and family. Okay. I feel I could be. I'm trying to think um, of an equivalent. But okay, I get it. I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, you know, and it's it's funny because, again, if we get into it, Juggalo, you know, ICP, Insane Clown Posse. That's what we're talking about, right? Yes. Yes. They talk about that all the time, you know. We, you know. Fake ass juggalos, sick of being leading it. You know that's it's one of the lyrics. To me, I feel like if it's if it's in your heart, if it's in your passion, it's a part of what you are. Okay, that's fair. And they're very. If we wanted to get real deep into it, it's very religious based. No, I know, I know. I, well, I think I know from what I have read that that's that's what it's about. I think I'm just so. going to cut it out and say, yeah, I thought Juggalos too. <laughs> okay, kinda, yeah. It kind of gets a little slow there. That's fine Do with I me. Do listen to hardcore and other types of underground drop music? What's that? Wearing hatchet It's called horrorcore. Uh, yes, I do. I got some hatchet gear. Sure. Like Twisted members display twisted? The, des- the gesture of Wicked Clown. Yep. The West Side Sign. Yep. Whoop whoop. Is this a, oh, is, is this like a, like a quiz, Willow? It's on Wiki. <laughs> That's close <laughs> enough. That's probably close enough. To be yeah. Expressing a generally tongue-in-cheek obsession with murder committed with a blade weapon. What's tongue-in-cheek? It means <laughs> joking around. It, it's jokingly. Yeah. Like, you don't actually mean it. You're, uh, you're doing it in sort of a silly way. And yes, I do have a hatchet for when the Dark Carnival comes down. Mm-hmm. I yeah. should buy a hatchet. It could come in handy of, for camping. When the end, of, when the end of days come. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will... I will <clears throat> Here we go. When the Carnival of Carnage comes to town, the mm-hmm. ringmaster will lead that which will be... Are you in a jungle bring around the Hold end on, of times. Let, him, let him finish. Bring around the end of times. I will step up to the riddle box. I will turn the crank and learn my fate. I have not been tempted by the great Malenko to turn my life to evil. In the karmic balance, Jake and Jack, Jekyll, have juggled the balls of my life so that I shall meet the wraith and find my path to Shangri-La. Well, there we go. Ah, if that does not prove I, it right there. I can say no more, sir. Because <laughs> that is the entire mythology in one sentence. You got it. You walk in a mall and see homies walking around. <laughs> <laughs> this is already great. We're no, what do you we're say? Into the we mic. are half, <laughs> halfway through one question. <laughs> This what do you this say? This is great. All right, what do you Willow. say? What's that? Wait, what wait. Do you say? Is this multiple choice? Yeah. Well, okay, give him the give him multiple you, choices. No, but he should be a, a good enough no, family. Well, that's, that's, that's not first fair. First of all, speaking of the mic, we'll do the first five questions. If it's multiple choice, let's just get through them real quick. Yeah, rapid fire. Willow, go. Okay. What up, people? Whoop whoop. Absolutely nothing. You could care less. You don't say anything. First of all, my answer was going to be whoop whoop. What up, homies? So you can go to question number two. You walk in a mall and see homies walking around. What do you say? Oh, never mind. Never mind. That's correct. A1. <laughs> okay, ne- next question. Mom. I am. Okay. Your homie gets punched in the face and gets knocked out. What do you do? 
tell the guy to stop being mean, call the guy a, oh, yeah, that's a nice word, and beat his face in, pick up your homie and take him home, call the police, let it happen since your homie started it. Uh, I stepped to the fool and stomped that ass. I don't get it. Which one? I beat him up. You beat him up, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, They call it stomping. Look at option B, the one you just chose. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we cannot say that on this podcast at all. Yeah, uh, but I can't not. Even not saying We're that not one. even allowed to spell it. But you got it correct. <laughs> yeah, okay, that quiz is a little hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're done with this. Yeah. Your first one. Are all juggles fat? <laughs> no. <laughs> Only the UK size of the matter? Yeah, they are, yes, sometimes. Only in the US. This, oh, this quiz was written by the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. it's only in the UK. I think it would have been, you know what, if it wasn't multiple choice, it was like, what do you call a female juggalo? It's a juggalette, you know, things like that. So, this is where Francis shows up again, because he plays, a, plays the devil. a devil, yes. One of the devils, and they drop the bike. Now, this is the bike being burned. And the whole in scenario yes. of where we're at, where, where, what's with the bike burning? Is it... Is it? Does he feel his life slipping away from yeah, him? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's worried that he's going to lose. Maybe he's in a coma. No, where where <laughs> he's going to lose? <laughs> that's the premise, Willow. Maybe, yes. may, maybe it's maybe it's it's one of these things where uh, you look everywhere and you see demons uh, uh, destroying your life, but if you look at it in a different light, they're actually breaking the ties to this mortal world so that you can. Uh, ascend to a plane beyond this existence. So, in a way, they're actually angels, and you're you're looking at them incorrectly. So, what he is seeing here, what he views as a a devil destroying the view he has of his parents, it's it's devilry. But actually, it's it's doctors attempting to help him move on with his life. I'm not gonna lie, I'm confused. <laughs> I, I thought that on. was very clear. <laughs> By the way, as you finished, I just slowly shifted my eyes yep. to Willow. Can always count on Willow. <laughs> I checked out. I checked out. Yeah, li- yeah, Greg. Listen, I was more interested in in, in the mic boom than. You want to go back to the Juggalos? Talk about Juggalos? No, we don't. No, no, we're so far. We can't make the podcast longer than the movie. Okay. We're almost there. Oh, it's not. Jason Hervey. He's got that bike. Yeah. Who, by the way, second movie with Jason Hervey. Yes. Very cool. Yes. Uh, he. Be- Jason Hervey being Jason Hervey, just a jerk in yeah, everything. Yeah, I know. He kind of does that. Although I think in this movie, in this scene, it's one of my favorite parts where it, he it, ever is. It's a, it's a payoff. It's, it's funny. It's straight up funny. Yeah. Um. The 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 privileged movie kid. Yeah. That you yeah. always hear the tropes about. Um, so off to Hollywood we go. Yeah, do you think... <laughs> Milton Burrow, why not? He's got nothing else to do. Let's put him in this movie. Now, my favorite part about this whole sequence isn't actually the movie. It's Wait, after... I know. What? So, is this movie actually filmed by Warren Brothers? Who? Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah, it's, it's gotta Warner... be. Well, we get through the... See, Willow, this is where you have to learn set-up punchline joke. We get through the whole thing, and at the end she goes... Was this movie sponsored by Warner Brothers? Like, no, it's actually Sony, and they yeah. wanted to show them what kind of a crap it's show a, they're running. It's a over Paramount there. picture, <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, you know, who would let this happen? Warner Brothers with those those clown security guards I got over there. Exactly. Thank you, Greg. That's what I was going for. Willow, see it? Get it? 
Set up punchline joke. Wow, she is just. Can we put crickets? I can. I can find that. Yes. Because that's kind of what I got with it too. They go through all these. We don't have to go through all of them. All you need to know. A lot of them. Pee Wee steals the bike, and there's a chase scene that's basically like Blazing Saddles, where it's just going soundstage to soundstage to soundstage. Perfect example. Um, and at the end, they they catch him. Now hold on. And they go real real quick. Oh, okay. Fantastic Twisted Sister came. Yes, yes, I yes. like that. D. Snyder. I thought that was very funny. I like that song too. And um, then you've got uh, one use of the word radical. Wrote that down. Yep, yep. And uh, then you have a gag I always thought was funny: the pet shop fire, where he's rescuing everyone with the monkeys. I think that's funny. No, it's it, by it, it's the a snakes. It's a funny scene. Espe- right when he keeps going by the snakes, it's it's a gag. It's funny. Just as he gets to it, do you think the writers just? Didn't know how to end the scene. And they were like, okay, so what happens? Does he escape the studio? Oh, we don't know. Oh, boy. We didn't think that far ahead. Yeah. Well, what, yeah. what if he just finds a random pet store on and fire? It's on fire and he helps everybody. And then everyone's, you know, t- you know he, he earns the happy ending because yeah, he's a hero. It just kind of never, it didn't fit very well. Even as a kid, I always thought it was kind of weird. It just yeah. ended like that. So then Warner Brothers, you, you do see a funny gag of him watching his exploits on film. Because yes. it was filmed. Which yeah. Which is kind of yeah, funny. Yeah. Then they're like, we think your story would be great. Yeah. Let's make a movie of your story. And, of course, we then see Pee Wee um, at the drive-in getting ready to watch his movie where he bumps into every person that he has bumped into in the movie. And, of course, the movie is absolutely nothing like his life. He doesn't play himself. No. He has this. He's got this, a great cameo where he keeps looking. He at keeps the looking at the camera. I love and that. Moving it's such constantly a cool be on camera. Thing, but it's it's so very good. funny. Yes. And um, um. And yeah, there we go. And then Francis shows up. We have more comeuppance, Paul. You gotta love this. Yeah, I did. I loved. I love the comeuppance in this one. By the way, Phil Hartman is in. This is where he's, he's the one of the reporters. One of the reporters. And uh, uh, absolutely, I. Francis sits on the seat. Funny. They eject him. And, he, and what's funny is Francis goes, oh, and he even has all these, and he just randomly pushes a button. What? What if it was like I don't know the slick or anything else? Anything else that could have possibly happened? A little too convenient, Gregory. A little, too, almost like it's in the mind of somebody <laughs> where nothing can go wrong because Maybe it's he their did press the other imagination. Ones and he just convenient, but they like cut that out. They're like, we want this to be exactly ninety minutes, so they cut all the other stuff out. Oh my god, there's stuff they cut out? I don't want to see any of that. No, I don't need any. Uh, So then you have a a great line where he's like, hey, let's get out of here, Dottie. And she goes, don't you want to see how the movie ended? And he says something to the equivalent of, see it, I lived it. It's a fantastic (laughs) Which is a great line, and that's the end of the movie, the end. That's it, that's it. Thank goodness. So, Paul, was this rad, is this rad? Okay, so uh, we'll address something real quick. The last podcast we had Willow go first. We we, we immediately we'll never <laughs> do that again, nor will we speak of it again. I'm just want to why make sure the, I want to make sure the audience knows it didn't work. We had a dar. We tried it, something. It failed. We've it, learned it from our mistakes because there was a dar. Oh my god, it was what over the top. Yes, it was. It's fine. We didn't say it. Well, We're a, supposed to have like fireworks, Greg. Oh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. fireworks are illegal in Massachusetts if that's where we actually <laughs> live. I think we're in California because we we're know the laws of Massachusetts. So we've set the podcast there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's where the podcast is set. It's where it's actually. Set. Um, you know, we might be in Alaska right now no, and FaceTime in Wisconsin. a bunker in an un- in parts unknown. Right. Yes. Parts unknown. So I should not say our location at this time? No. You, no, you can't, because you don't know where it is. We've no. moved you to another location. 
Anyway, Whoa. remember when we put that black bag over your head and we drove around for five hours? Whoa. Can I take off these handcuffs now? No. <laughs> Those handcuffs don't come off. That's what we didn't tell you. <laughs> Unlike Mickey's, you can't cut them Yeah, off. no, you can't. You'll, you'll, we'll have to remove your hands. Yep. It's very messy. So <laughs> I'm so I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's late. Is it a disc... Because I don't live in this bunker. Undisclosed location? Undisclosed location? I have to go home to my own bunker. <laughs> this was Rad Bunker. With my own podcast family. <laughs> wow, harsh, bro. <laughs> you have your law, your, your podcast law office. Yep, yep, yep. What'd you ask loft? me? Didn't this start was this question? rad? Is this rad? Okay, was Maybe this... Big Adventure, was it rad? Is it rad? Was this rad? As a kid, oh, 100%. This movie was fantastic. It was super funny. I know I watched this dozens, dozens. We know you think it's rad. Um, I'm right there with you. This was a this was a well Willow. You know heavy rotation, heavy rotation. Sometimes, sometimes I say it was rad. I enjoy the movie, and sometimes it's not rad. I know you are, but what am I? Uh, Not calling this not rad. This was rad. I absolutely loved, and I laughed at all the right scenes. I loved it. It was rad. So you're saying was rad is rad. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, this film was definitely rad. It was 100%. Um, I'm with you. Heavy, heavy rotation. Saw it all the time. Um, multiple times. This, this and, and Pee Wee's Playhouse and Big Top oh, yeah. Pee Wee. Yeah. All, Pee-wee, all Pee-wee, Pee-wee was, was, was there. And yeah. And I gotta say, watching this again, I know. It, really? Yeah, I, I, I just found myself constantly wishing the movie was over. I felt really let down, actually, because I, I loved this uh, that, movie as a kid. Yeah, no, I, I would get that. <clears throat> and I'm, I just, I was like, uh, parts of this are funny, but... You know, this kind of reminds me of, like, movies like The Hangover that are really popular, where things just kind of happen. There's not, like, a story... You know, like like the Hangover. It's yes. not like yes. Well, this builds on this, which builds on this, which brings characters to this. It's, it's literally just it's a stuff is happening, and then the movie resolves itself, and you get it's a over. Bike. No, I, I'm I'm totally with you on that. Aside from the, but the bike being stolen is what drives the movie to get started. No, literally, much like the Hangover, where it their is. friend's missing and they have to find him. It's like, his bike is stolen and he goes to find it. And after that, it's like, stuff is just happening. No, I'm with you. It, it definitely feels like the the writers just got together and, and they wrote a whole bunch of funny scenes I'm and sh- said, and I, how do we make this a movie? And I guarantee, and that's because yeah. it was, it was, I would P, it. It was Paul it. Rubens and Phil Hartman and it was a stage show. I bet they were taking sections of it and things that they wanted uh, I mean, to do and they made a movie was out on of it. for a couple of years before this movie came out right. so so i get i get it but, i'm with you I, uh, so i'm, I'm totally red yeah, or not red greg no i said not no, red I said it's not, not red. red no i get it um, willow surprise us rod i knew it what and it's because yeah. of the theory we came up with isn't it no oh, actually i was listening half the time but okay why did you call it rad? Because yeah, let's you, lay, lay it on us. I'm going so to let some audience members realize now, you were so disinterested in this movie when we were watching it. Because it's like um that other movie with Nam. What's Ernest, Ernest goes Ernest, to Ernest, camp. Yeah. But like, I'm a low-key rad on this because I can't support <laughs> Paul right. Rubens anymore. I can't. Due, due, due to oh, his you know, she's personal been dying, life. She's been dying to, to get into yeah, this. Yeah, Willow, why don't you enlighten us? So... You know what he has? And he turned himself in in no- November 2002 after being charged with misdeve- misdemeanor possession of kitty porn, as well as indiscretion or indecent 
exposure. Now, the Indecent Exposure was 1991. I was going to say, that was the first one that hit. He went to jail for a couple years. And by the way, that one was... And then he also has this like long hair thing that looks like it could turn into a rat tail yeah, very so easily. Yeah, so that's from 1991. So I remember show... that one being kind of like a joke. He didn't do jail time for yeah, that, he did. did he? No, that, the first one he did. Really? Yeah, I think he did a... I think maybe exposure. like six months or a year. The second one, I like, you don't not do jail for that. Like, that's a big See, deal. that's the funny one, is I didn't remember the second one. I, I remember that. There was a whole slew of, of child pornography with stars from, like, the 90s and stuff. This one's in 2002, and he actually... Yeah, no, like, no, like, no, uh... No, the 1991 Mr. was... So, um, in 1991, that's not what he was... He was caught inside an adult theater. In, in a theater. That that was the indecent exposure one. Yeah. I don't remember um, him doing jail time for that one. Wow. I thought he did. The, the, the 2002 one, I don't he remember at all. He was fined and had to pay court costs in oh, order a... to produce an anti-drug public service in that for the, for the indecent exposure? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember that well, being remember a that... punchline and a joke, like, not no, like... did on MTV. Because it was, it was, a, it, it, that's, I don't know, that's the type of thing, like, no, it, don't you jail time. No, because it was 1994, I think he was on the MTV movie, movie or music awards, because he, he came on stage as Paul, as Pee Wee and goes, heard any good jokes lately? And that's what he was referencing. Oh. Wow. You know what? I, yeah. Another segment to cut. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I'd love to give you something to go against, but I just yeah. like it really is a, a hazy memory for me. Tell you what, well, let's just end this. this let's, let's wrap it up, show. Mr. Bibbs. This is what you're paying for. This <laughs> fine, fine podcast here. I thought the theory was good. Uh, you know what? There were some moments. There were some moments. Juggalos. Life. <laughs> juggalos. Mainly juggalos. I don't <laughs> Mainly get juggalos. It. What are they? <laughs> They're just fans of a band. Go with that. Uh, Mr. Bibbs, you are our sponsor. Thank you very much for uh, for going ahead and... Are you a money. juggalo? <laughs> if he I'm is. going to guess he's probably not. Because juggalos treat each other like fam, apparently. Exactly. Exactly, Willow. Fam. Right. I think Mr. Bibbs is just a hella cool dude. Yeah. yeah I'm going to say like that. Let's not put words in the man's mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, let's not, not besmirch not his name let's if he doesn't like that. Let's just say... Mr. Bibbs, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. What if he actually does like DM you and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm like, why?" Oh uh, well, well, we'll let people know. Anyway, you want let's to not a- reveal people who give us money. Let's not reveal anything about them <laughs> that they don't want revealed. <laughs> what? Or say, let's just say, thank you, Mr. Bibbs. You're great. You want to become a patron like Mr. Bibbs and, and have this kind con- of attention brought to you? We love your contributions <laughs> to the show. We do not want to speak ill of you. If you think this is speaking ill of you, we, that's all we're saying. Right. Um, go to thiswasrad.podbean.com. Click the green button, become a patron. That's it. Um, we got some... Oh. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, da- tell all your friends to download stuff because we're trying to hit 5,000 downloads. Go Come on, get everybody. Em. Go get them. Um, and our next movie is going to be... Three o'clock high. No. Which we were just talking about doing. We were. No. So, We've done three terrible movies in a row. You just said be- this one was rad. Yeah, but it was a low-key rad. Well, maybe this one will be a high-key rad. No, it won't. Wait a second. What's the premise of the move of the podcast, Gregory? What? Two guys in their thirties <laughs> force a fourteen-year-old to watch movies from the eighties. What's the consequence if I don't? Well, I guess we don't podcast, and your dad and I are heartbroken. Um, and you break so a lot of people's sad, hearts. Two sad thirty-year-old men. And and the five thousand downloads. The five thousand okay. downloads. And people who wanted have. us. I didn't even know people listened. 
Okay, yeah. so uh, that's it. Can we just end? Yes. I am Paul. I am Greg. I was Bolo. I know you are, but what am I?